Well, hey! Hello. Hey! 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 Here we are. Are we like trying to start after party that way? Hello. Like, What's up, guys? <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the after party. Something like that. Who knows? Oh, here we are. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Feels like winter. It does feel like winter. I just scraped my car off today. Yeah. Uh, after, oh, I'm going to pause. I got the audio. <laughs> it's just us yelling at each other. I had other. to uh, <laughs> scrape off my car after I got out of work today. Yeah. It was like full on scrape. I see. Yeah, like, like every window. I really the whole put your deal. elbow grease yeah. into it. I was like, have you ever seen those? Um, <laughs> there's the ad for these special. Uh, ones where it's like a little cone and you use that to rubber on your window. No. It looks really good. It looks exciting. I feel so. like it's something you would have maybe seen on an Instagram ad and gone it for totally it. totally feels like that type of a thing. <laughs> yeah, so Bobby's making fun of me because I bought a, I one time bought some stupid pair of shoes off an Instagram ad. I never got them. I don't even know if they charged me for them. I, I have know. no idea. I forgot about it. And then six months later, Bobby's like, what happened to those shoes you bought? And I'm like, I, was I don't horrified. know. I was horrified. I was horrified by it. Yeah. Oh, well. It was a bad choice. Throwing around 60 bucks like it ain't no thing. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, terrible choices. Uh, oh, well. Wow, uh, here we are, and it's Tuesday. Tuesday night? Yeah, we were just talking about, I mean, what's going on in the world? <laughs> I, I don't know. What's happening in the world these days? There's <laughs> not much going on. So the U.S. had an election. Right, <laughs> go for it. They're uh, still having an election. Right. This They'll probably be having an election for yeah, well, quite a while, apparently. Yeah. They, just, they can't figure themselves out. No. They need a little space. They need, a, they need a deep breath. They need some... A big collective. Take a breath. Calm your nervous system. Mm -hmm. You're in a lot of fight or flight right now. Like, true. <laughs> just take it easy. Yeah. I mean, it, it seemed uh, like, honestly, it seemed like it was calming down a little bit. And then today it felt like things were ramping up again. Yeah, so some... I think we just need to turn them off, turn them back on again, see what happens. <laughs> reset. Like a, yeah, like, like a, a hard computer reset. reset. A hard reset <laughs> on America. Is that still something we talk about? Or a hard reset? I don't control, know. delete. Just control, <laughs> alt, delete. <laughs> that doesn't even work on a Mac, though. It's, uh, <laughs> Probably command, hasn't worked control, in like 20 years. Escape, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, so. Same type of thing. <laughs> All right, um, what do we got tonight? Guys. Okay, what's on so, the agenda? Well, let's just uh, uh, chat a little bit about what's been going on. How, right. How's everything at home? What have you guys been up to? Everyone's healthy. What's the yeah. latest on M? Really, M's like how's she's she doing? Great. Look at the newest pictures you put up of I her know. little face. She's so oh, cute. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Every so... single picture was like just subtly different and just perfect. She's so beautiful, but she's she also really she's the, like she is the happiest little baby. Like it's oh. so funny. She's just so smiley <laughs> all the time. Like I, oh. I don't know what to do with her. Like, she's just. <laughs> She's just so lovely. I've so. seen her in a number of weeks. I know. Yeah. Nobody has. She's been she's been home for a while. So. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. Uh, but no, she's she's doing really well. She's okay. growing really well. We spent um, Saturday with her birth mom. Oh, you did. Yeah. We got to go out for lunch and spend some okay. time with uh, Eaton and M and her okay. and Rachel and I. So that was really nice because our opportunities have not been, you know, as regular during COVID. Like we were. COVID kind of set things aside and in the summer we got back into a bit of a pattern and then now with we can talk about this again but with cases going up and stuff we haven't gotten together as frequently yeah but we did on saturday we took her out for brunch and okay for the day. so that was oh, that wow. was really nice so that's really nice that's and she's doing well as well so okay. we just heard somebody coming into the church i saw bobby's eyes i know shifting to what is happening 
<laughs> Who's coming in? We typically, well, in the past we've had basketball it's true. right yes. here. And maybe people didn't hear it, but we could hear it. Yes. We could feel it. It was like basketball below us and behind yeah. us there was basketball happening. But they're but not here now. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. Oh, but anyway, Emma's doing great. Uh, so good. She Rachel, great. it was a little stressful tonight. Rachel had a, she had a board meeting or something oh, tonight. Oh, yeah. But I had to leave. Oh. And so Eaton was still up. We're trying to get him like to Eaton, take care of the yeah. little one. And uh, <laughs> she was on a Mom Zoom call. Mom will be home in 15 minutes. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> the Zoom call. And I was rushing into the house. Oh, but, gosh. But I uh, know things are things okay. are well at our house. So good. how about you guys? Good. good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. yeah, we're good. Yeah. Jonathan's making stuff in the garage. Yeah, he's been sorting out that garage. Yeah. He has so many tools. And he, on Sunday, I asked him. Yeah. He was like, he's like, he said he was what nervous. He nervous. Said he's like, I'm only doing paint grade stuff so far. Right. So he doesn't want to do any like finished carpentry. He, yeah, he's like, really, yeah, good. he really like scales himself towards the goal. He takes his time. That's smart. Like, I just like go for things right. and mess it up a few times until I figure it out. Right. He's wiser than I am. He's a wise, wise yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday he was sorting through all these tools in the garage and he was like, mm-hmm. he came in. He's like, I think I can get both vehicles in the garage. And so I went out to take my car out. Mm-hmm this morning and they are <laughs> squished in there right beside really? but when i got home this afternoon the stuff along the sides all 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 the sides oh, yeah, has okay. stuff everywhere and then the yeah. two vehicles are like right. just they're really close to each right. other but i pulled i reversed into that spot one try all right like a farm girl yeah <laughs> so i did fine with it but we it was have really our cars close. but then we have a deep garage oh so in nice. front of the vehicles that's where i have all my toys and stuff so, right the like my punching bag punching bag yeah. how's that going that's good i like it how, 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 it's fun are you sore uh not today are you tough I'm tough. But, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's not tough. And I mean, this should be no surprise for anyone, but my hands are not tough. Oh, I so, guess they type with Yeah, exactly. This is what I do. I have very soft hands. I sit at it, I right. sip coffee, and I type. I'm an aggressive typer, but this is true. still, oh, this is true. I'm a terrible typer. But this is what I do. It's for my life. Like right. for 20 years now, I have I have typed and I have <laughs> drank coffee. That's what I yeah. do. So, uh, so that's been... Right, and we're getting old. It's true. And like, I do yeah. find... And I have a weird hands. broken finger. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if people can see this, but I have a weird finger that, that I broke playing hockey and it just oh. like healed wrong and it doesn't go back and it aches all the time. So <laughs> when I punch bag, I'm sorry. So oh. that's why I'm, I'm building up some calluses on my knuckles. I like that, some knuckles. strength. Yeah. But you must put, do you put big gloves on? What do you, mm. what do you put on? I have some pretty light gloves, but. Oh, light gloves. Yeah. Okay. So 14 ounce, which is a sort of middle of the road gloves. Okay, okay. You, you want a little weight on there. Tape? Do you tape something? I have a little tape, yeah. Oh, some taping. So, some hand wraps and stuff. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. so, How many times a week are you doing this? Uh, like, like most nights. Really? Yeah, like just a quick, like 20, 25 minute workout, get a bit of a sweat and get some cardio going. Good for you. I walk the dog, I come home, I do that. Okay. And then I go inside. But I'm, but I'm not playing hockey this year, so. Ah, uh, yeah. yes. Okay. I need, I need some, like walking the dog's great. Walking is, is good for you walking to be active, so but I don't like, I don't stretch my cardio. I don't get yeah. a sweat or anything. So I'm not playing hockey. So this year, this that is my. That makes sense. What I'm going to do. Yay. Yeah. We'll keep us posted. Okay. So the stuff is in the garage. You right. were able to park. Yep. What about you? Like what that. are you doing? You were making. Guess what? I sort of stumbled into the sourdough craze of the pandemic. <laughs> so I late. So late. Like, <laughs> My friend Angie said, I'm fashionably months. late. We're nine August. months in. And I was like, I want to make some so sourdough. I actually wasn't thinking about doing it at all. Mm-hmm. And then I was hanging out with some of Jonathan's friends, now my friends as well. Yes. And uh, one, of, um, one of them was like, oh, I've been really into sourdough. And I said, oh. 
cool. And she said, I could show you how. And I was like, great, I'll come over next week. And then I thought, what did you just do? What did you just do? So I went over on Monday and got some lessons, but I did zero research, yeah. no research. So I had no idea. You and me, we don't know how to how. ease into things like Jonathan. <laughs> this is that's, it. that's it, right? This is it. So <laughs> and I made 15 I like loaves of sourdough. Reading and gathering. And then, but I was trying to think yesterday, like, oh, wait. So I made the sponge. So she gave me the starter. We made the sponge yeah. together. I took it home. Right. Needed to, it needed to sit and like bubble and do right. its thing for a day. But then I was like, oh, then I make the dough the next day. And every half an hour, mm. you fold the dough. So that's why dough. you had it at work today. So I was like, it's bring my sourdough to work day. So I just marched in and I put it downstairs. And every half an hour or so, I went and kind of I folded it. And then I baked it when I got home tonight. Get ready for when Rachel goes back to work in January. That's what I'm going to do with him. <laughs> bring him to work today. Let's I'm going to put ready. her downstairs. Every half hour, I'll Rachel. fold her. It'll be fine. My friend who taught me did say, she's like, sometimes I feel like I have a pet now. Like, right. it does take maintenance. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. I really like my independence. I'm not sure I like <laughs> maintenance. Of I can't a have a relationship dough. with a sourdough. <laughs> I, know. I got too We're, much going on we right now. no pets, no kids. We just do what we want. <laughs> too much going on for this. I hear you. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But anyways, but that, that's good. Did you, I think I might be, I actually enjoyed it. it now? I baked it. I oh. baked it this evening okay. How while did it I was turn making out? dinner. It turned out beautifully. Okay. Did, did you do you it in a pot? I did it in a Dutch oven. Yeah. I was a bit afraid my Dutch oven was, it's a big boss of a Dutch oven. Mm. Right. <laughs> I was a bit worried it was too the, the big. The Crusette? It is a stob. Oh. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's yeah, enamel. I... It's gorgeous. <laughs> uh, so I yeah it, it's lovely it looks good I didn't cut into it because you're supposed to let it yeah, really cool totally. or it gets too gummy I'm reading now that I'm here <laughs> but um, really curious remember, I was, last year I did a ton of research when I bought my cast iron that's right uh, how's that working out? oh I love it it's amazing oh your it's eyes incredible. really just yeah did totally it's amazing. <laughs> but I did look at some like enameled cast yeah. iron but I, I went with a raw polished yeah cast iron and from stargazer it. so good so good. I use it all the time. I'm, I love good quality stuff in it's the kitchen. So it, this thing will, that's e it. like, either Am or Eaton, one of them will get it. Amazing. This thing will be around forever. So <laughs> It will outlive yeah. you. I've had it, uh, I probably, maybe I had it for two years now because I've seasoned it twice. Yeah, we've talked about this. Because yeah. yeah, it, it came wonderful. unseasoned. I mean, it's so weird now because we've almost been in COVID for years. So. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> what even is time? Speaking of which, good segue. Yeah. What are we doing with COVID? Oh, we're well, we're continuing on. <laughs> we've no, we've, but I mean, it's been we've been talking about it more. We have yes. a board meeting this week. We're yeah. talking about um, what are our you know criteria for moving back online. What does that look like? For now, we're we're continuing forward with yeah. you know really like quite um, I don't know if stringent's quite the right word, but we're paying a lot of attention yeah, to our health and safety protocols. Yeah. Um, but we've continued with a, an in-person service, but looking at, you know, with cases rising in Alberta, mm -hmm. code red, that's what in they called it Manitoba. in Manitoba this week, and then another big lockdown in BC happening. Right. Um, yeah, it's kind of, you know, ooh. exactly. So whether our yeah. province does anything or not, is right. there a point where we right. need to do something? Right. Uh, and so, we're really aware that Christmas Eve is on the horizon. No. So that's a big thing that we're considering. Yeah. Like, what yeah. that gathering will look like or 
will it be online only? Yeah. That's ongoing it's, it's conversation. It's an interesting time, sort of. And though, I mean, I think people must be doing this in their personal lives, too. You move forward a little bit with a plan, and then you pull back a little bit. Like, we were moving forward with entertaining the noon service again. Yep. And bringing it back. We sent out a survey. Oh. We got some oh, good man. feedback. And then there was no point to go forward. Yeah. So that was, you know, you, you're, we're trying our best to be really wise and careful and take a step. But sometimes when you're you start kind of making some plans towards a thing, yeah. you realize, oh, we can't. And I think that's true in people's personal lives, Such too. an interesting thing right now, because, I mean, yeah, we, uh, there have been a lot of people on the waiting list, and we're like, okay, let's let's see if we can make some more room for you. We sent out the survey, we're ready to go. And then it was like, as soon as we sent out that survey is when cases really started to rise. And then all of a sudden, the wait list over the last two weeks is like shrunk back down. Right. So it's like, okay, well, you know, yeah. it is what it is. We'll, we'll manage with this. And still, Sundays feel... Lovely. Oh, like, they do. I mean, they're, they have yeah. so, like there's there they are their own thing. Yeah. You can't compare them to what we used to do, right. but everyone's so care careful. Yeah. The space feels. I always I don't go out a lot. Mm -hmm. Like I go to the grocery store. I'm running maybe a couple errands, uh, see a couple friends. But uh, when when I go to the grocery store, I have a different sort of feeling of yes. anxiety. When I'm here on a Sunday in our little crowd with the big space that we're in i feel like i always feel like oh, i feel really comfortable here yeah. i feel really like things are taken care of people are really respectful totally yeah, yeah. everybody follows the rules yeah. everybody's really gracious to each other and, yeah. and thoughtful about all of that so yeah but you know we'll, we'll see what happens in the next little bit here yeah so all right <laughs> we'll probably change many times probably and that's always yep. what we've talked about we have to be flexible yeah and ready to yeah there's been change. i mean we've had we had the initial shutdown which came really quick mm -hmm. We had an opening in the summer back to in-person. Um, then we had a two-week shutdown yeah. to adjust for the Calgary bylaws, get all our plexiglass in place right, and, right, right. and a reopen. Yeah. So, I mean, we've already been through a couple different yeah. stops and starts and adjustments yeah. and stuff. So, but we continue to learn. It's and we also it's continue time. to get better at the live stream every week. Yeah. Like, you know, we learn little bits. We've yeah. got some... We've made some investments over the last couple of months that haven't been put into place in the live stream in terms of our audio. Um, Kevin's working really hard on that, right, but right. you know, I'm, I'm quite excited for what that's going to be look like when we finally like, yeah. yeah put all that in place because it should help, particularly the worship sound mm -hmm. just that much better or that much cleaner on the and live consistently stream. exactly. Yeah, so that experience, yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. Well, uh, let's chat about, uh, oh, I did want to mention, yeah, the fact that next Tuesday we realized we have a number of cool things happening, mm -hmm. which we're going to give after party the bump. So there is a worship night happening on Tuesday. We've decided. Here on the live stream. Exactly. So, on the live stream. Yeah. So we technically and literally can't run. That's right. We can only. Things <laughs> at the same we only time. Have the, we can only run one live thing <laughs> right. at a time on a channel. Right. So after so. party will take a snooze now. Next yeah. week, ju jump in for worship night. It'll yeah. be lovely, but it's only, it's not in the room. It's only on YouTube. Yeah. So our teams will be here in the room. Yeah. Um, and it'll be just like if you haven't experienced um, one of the worship nights before, it's like a longer extended worship set. So it's usually six to eight songs. Um, yeah. Like with, a, an extended um, contemplative exactly. prayer, yeah, reflective with some prayers prayer. and some moments of silence, all those types of things built in. So that'll be happening next Tuesday um, here on the channel. It's, it's going to be great. It's going to be beautiful. The worship teams always do a great yeah, job on it. Yeah, they really do. Um, but after part, I'll get bumped. But then also on Tuesday nights, which will be continuing, is Backstory. Yeah. So that's been our, 
it's a we have done backstory in the past, but this is new. Yeah, it's our introduction name, to a Jesus-centered reading of the Bible. Right. So that's going to continue. And then we're looking at the next year for another two more rounds of these four-week courses because the response has been really great. People, next year, you mean just 2021? Exactly, like, in yeah. the spring. Yeah, in the winter, spring. So coming right. up real soon. Right. So, it's great. Fun People are loving them. Yeah. Loving them. People are yeah, really digging it, which yeah. is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. What do we got? So it's Sunday. Sunday. You spoke. I preached. <laughs> what do you got? Oh, good. I like that. <laughs> uh, so, so we you, started you a new series. Off, yeah, I was going to say, you kicked us off yeah. in a new series. So what's... What's the series about for you? I, I mean, because this is kind of an interesting thing, right? Like, right. we all have our own takes on sermons, but right. sometimes we all have our own takes on, on like a on a series. And what's that about? Oh, that's so. a really good point. Well, the language I used on Sunday was that we thought we'd drag right. some of the themes of hospitality with us in this into this moment. So, yeah. what does it mean to be hospitable, to live hospitably, if we aren't throwing open our doors to one another, mm -hmm. and the room doesn't look the same as it used to when right. we had a bunch of services and people packed and needing them to hang their coats at this time of year because we needed room for the people uh yeah what it what does it look like to and, and feel like and why does that still matter to us yeah. this theme of hospitality so um so yeah making more room yeah and, and i think we're gonna well we are gonna um look at it from different angles so yeah you did one-on-one -on -one. yeah uh, Elena will be doing sort of peer groups mm -hmm. next week. I'm going to talk about crowds in the third week. And then in that sort of interactive Zoom one that you announced, uh, which I think is going to be a lot of fun. Really Elena's going to facilitate it. We're going to do some breakout rooms. This is the thing I'm most excited about. I mean, you're going to do a bit and that yeah. will be great. But, like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but actually, Elena's been doing all this learning yeah. in, in this time of COVID around how to really engage one another and engage a group of people in mm -hmm. Zoom. Like... I mean, for lack of better language, but like she's been really learning the skills of good Zoom, yeah. like meaningful time spent, like looking at your screen right. and uh, and how to move in and yeah. out of not just sort of watching the screen right. like a Sunday, but just sort of how back to, and forth between conversation yeah. and all that. So and to walk away not just feeling like oh that was yeah. exhausting, yeah. but like oh my gosh, I'm so glad I tuned in. Well, we'll see. It. You're putting a lot of pressure on her. It's for gonna this, be so. great. <laughs> I have no doubt it's going to be faith great. In your lane. I'm just saying, you're really hyping this up, so that's good. I will but, not let up. Yeah, yeah but, but I like this oh idea of making more room and talking one-on-one, -on -one, peer groups, crowds, yeah. And cultures. Yeah. How do we make room for all those different types of conversations totally. in our lives? Which was different than last year, where yeah. we more oh. talked about hospitality, inviting yes. people in in different yeah. ways, which was actually. I, I want to say surprisingly good. Of course, it was a good series, but it was a, that was a, I really enjoyed that. Somebody sent me year. a message uh, after I did the sermon on Sunday and yeah. said they were so glad we were returning to making room. Yeah. They said it was their favorite last, last year. year. Oh, yeah. cool! Yeah, yeah. I actually, um, yeah, I don't know why, but I I didn't have like a ton of excitement going into it. But then when I started right. writing those messages, when I started hearing, because yeah. it was you and Yelena as well in yeah. that series, I started hearing those. I really got into that series. I really nice. enjoyed it. So if you missed it, go check it out on yeah. uh, our channel right, back right, there right, somewhere. Right, so. right. Okay, so yeah, let's talk. So you, what was your story? You were in John. Yeah, it was in John. John 4, 46 to 50 something, mm -hmm. whatever it was. Uh, and I don't, you know, I was flipping through and we were left kind of to decide on our own scripture, yeah. which typically we choose a little mm -hmm. earlier. And this yeah. time we were like, well, Okay, I'm going to choose one. <laughs> this was pandemic journal. Yeah, this is true. So, <laughs> this is true. We kind of, yeah, anyways. So <laughs> I I sat with it for a day. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about what are the what are the one-on-one -on -one interactions Jesus has. Okay, I made a list. And then I thought, like, what's one we haven't talked about? You know, that kind of thinned out the list. And then this one, 
what drew me to it originally? I don't even know if I can remember. I liked this conversation that right. they have. I was quite drawn to like a bit of a back and forth. Mm -hmm. And then when I got studying it and looking at the story in its context, I loved lining them up. That was cool. I liked yeah, that. Yeah, that, that, and I So you, you said lining them up. So, yeah, what, so what's the them? So it was Nicodemus, yep. the Samaritan woman at the well, and then the royal official. Mm -hmm. So I love the diversity of, right. I just said a triad, yep. like just looking at these, and it's still so early in the Gospel of John. So, you know, you have these in two chapters, you have these really diverse, different uh, exchanges yeah. between Jesus. And I was looking for tension. Yeah. Like I really was like, I like to hold some tension in the beginning of the message. Mm -hmm. Like what, you know, what's kind of like, what's the problem? You know, <laughs> like what's our problem? Oh, what's the problem? What's, and then how is that addressed, you know, later? So I was looking for tension. And this, this like three sentence exchange really had something mm -hmm. for me. And then it continued to open up and there were lots of layers. So I started do you, talking about Do you remember the language you used around, um, you talked about, like I, the the line I remember from you was you joked about you know hey it's hard to say that Jesus has a type but oh yeah you described the three characters yeah 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 and I'm trying to remember the language you used because I, I just liked that the right. way you talked about like the the sort of range of different right. interactions Jesus was having can I find it yeah it's, okay, you got yeah, it. yeah 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 I, I think it was like the um, by focusing on the one Jesus makes room for all room for a Pharisee who wants to believe that part yeah room for a woman who wants to be known room for mm -hmm. a royal official who wants his son to be made right. well yeah and I just thought oh my gosh like we can enter into all of those stories totally, yeah. when you sort of like peel back the details a little bit and have just the basic mm -hmm. like here's someone seeking with all this knowledge for something of his heart here's a woman with lots of layers to her social reality and her interpersonal relationships yep. you know can you imagine the longing of just being known someone really seeing you uh and then the yeah the royal official showing up not for himself but mm -hmm. for his son you know miles and miles down a right. road yeah so, so i love desperation of um, first of all i like i love that contrast but i also i for whatever reason that line about um by focusing on the one jesus makes room for all of us um really grabbed my imagination that idea that um the way i thought of it was this when you try to make room for everyone yeah in this sort of um, lowest common denominator way. Mm -hmm. Like, what do we all have in common? Like, let's focus on that. Hmm. Nobody really feels right. um, known or embraced or made room for. That's like, really cool. When, when we're only invited for the thing that we always obviously know we share right. with everyone. Right. Uh, I'm not saying that's bad. Right. But you, you never sort of feel the same kind of warmth and hospitality. Right. Until there's something sort of that's uniquely known about you mm -hmm. in any interaction, but particularly with Jesus. Like, um, I mean, I'm talking about the crowds at the end of this, and I'm about to say it's hard to identify with the crowds. Like those stories, yeah. you know, I'll find a way. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, yeah, you yeah. will. <laughs> but, I mean, I think in some ways, though, um, we tend to come at those stories, those crowd stories more around... Um, the wisdom Jesus is imparting or what he's mm -hmm. teaching. Because like, you don't see yourself in a crowd, mm -hmm. uh, which is a really interesting thing. You see yourself yeah. in a specific person, exactly. right? That you're like, oh, that piece. And what I think is, I, just, it, I don't know why, but it struck me about the way you phrased it was, I can see myself in Nicodemus, mm -hmm. 
even though I don't share a lot in common with a Jewish religious leader in the first century. I can see myself in this Samaritan woman, even though I don't share a lot of common with her, I can see myself in this centurion, even though I don't share anything there, because when you pull out centurion man who cares for his family and things, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I, I get that piece. Yeah. Or this Samaritan woman who feels like a little pushed aside and not really known, then you know, regardless of my difference from her, I can, I can grab a hold of that yes. piece. Or, you know, Nicodemus, your phrase was that wants to believe, which I, I love as a sort of descriptor of faith sometimes. That, right, you know, right, right. Half of faith is believing and half of faith is just wanting yes. to, right? Oh, and, yeah, know, I like and that. And the struggle of that. Yeah. But I, I don't know, for whatever reason, I was just really captivated by that idea that none of us ever feel known in these broad addresses that Jesus has, at least not to the extent that we do yeah. when we peel back the layers and we look at an individual right. person. And and I think that goes for all of us, right? In, yeah. in like real life, not just Bible life or whatever. Like, <laughs> you know. IRL. Yeah, IRL. That's, what I, that's the term I was looking for. Uh, yeah, I mean, in part, what I was doing was like I worried a bit when I was writing that I was like overemphasizing this one-on-one. -on -one. Like that right. was my uh, charge. You know, yeah. I was the person preaching about one-on-one -on -one yeah. encounters and relationships. So I was I was really going for it. Like I kind of thought, am I over-exaggerating it? But, when I, but something I love about writing and poetry is like how the particular is universal. Like the more detail you read in a poem, the more you're um, you you do uh, you do you're welcomed to the ideas in the same way or you get to sort of locate yourself in the universal. So uh, so I liked that as well. Mm -hmm. But I also love the the way that there's like a slowing down mm -hmm. in these stories. Like there's room for conversation. There's this back and forth. I'm, my language on Sunday was you, we clash. We clash all the time. You know, there's you bring these two people together mm -hmm. and like for them to get towards one another, there's like there's always mm -hmm. in these encounters some like, what do you mean I have to be born again? Like, <laughs> well, let me tell you what that means. No, it doesn't mean like what, you know, um, there's there's this like, oh, Jesus says to the royal official uh all you people want is signs and wonders yeah. and and he says i don't care about that <laughs> you know I, was like, I i just want my kid to be better right. you know so i just loved this yeah, like kind of wrestling yeah, yeah and that there's room for that yeah. there's room for people as they approach jesus hmm. to make to evolve in their approach yeah. to and like that takes some shedding and mm -hmm. some uh, reimagining and some um, new new ways of perceiving ourselves or perceiving the world or obviously perceiving the divine that yeah. like that's not something you just like skip into it's like kind of painful to to make our way I think sometimes yeah. towards Christ and I think sometimes we we're sold this like you just come to Jesus it'll be better but like maybe it'll be like so Arr! I mean a lot of what you're saying is interesting because yeah. it actually made a comment here and I think part of what you're talking about is is part of that balance. So she's saying like, um, you know, isn't that sort of idea of, you know, your unique self, sort of a modern invention mm -hmm. in oh, more communal okay. cultures um, like ancient Palestine, would yeah. they not have sort of identified in their groups rather than individuals? Right. Um, and I think there is something to that, sure. especially around this idea of, um, you know, capitalism driving us to individualism yeah. and I'm unique and I'm special and I have to be known. Mm -hmm. But the way that you're sort of talking about that, 
um, we come in the crowd, we yeah. are drawn to Jesus, but then out of that, there's this sort of wrestling that has to happen for us to be really known in yeah, the midst of it. Right. We can overdo that by totally. saying, hey, I'm too unique and you can never understand me oh. and I'm, you know, you know, yeah. our, our, our um, you know, capitalist emo phase, you know, that kind of thing. Nobody understands yeah. me because I'm special. Yeah. Um, and we can go too far with that. Yeah. But at the same time, there is that kind of wrestling to say, yeah. who am I out of this crowd and how does Jesus welcome the whole thing? I mean, that's what we're going to talk about at the end of the series. Yeah. Welcome everyone. You know, the phrase I think I'm going to use in that series is that, you know, in the crowd for Jesus, everyone is welcome as long as everyone is welcome. Mm -hmm. You know, and as long as everyone is, then you are. Yeah. If you're not willing to welcome everyone, then you're not mm. really here in this crowd with us in the same way. But then out of that welcome comes the freedom to wrestle with your particular story and the way you engage with Jesus okay. and the specific needs that you have. Yeah. Right? Because we all have our shared need mm -hmm. for care and for family, but some of us have a unique need for a specific daughter who's sick yeah. and needs Jesus. Yeah. And I think that kind of emerging from but not being totally consumed with our uniqueness yeah. is maybe the tension that yeah. we all have to try to find a better balance in. Yeah. I like that. Right. So anyway. Yeah. I do like that too. I think as well, there's just, wait, I have to think about where I want to go with that. Mm -hmm. oh, I'll come back to it. It's that. fine. There's lots of ways you can go with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't have a fully formed idea. What's What's the next section you want to talk uh, about? Let's see. Uh, let's see what I got on my phone. What do you here? got on your phone there, Jer? <laughs> what do you want to talk about, about my sermon? Um, so I, the focusing on the one, I really like that. Yeah. You had a, you had, there's another point I want to get to, but you had a section early about, um, why you chose this version of the story. Oh yes. As opposed to other gospel narratives. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, and again, I'm trying to think about your line that you used in there, but there was a, just a section about the sort of uniqueness of the particulars telling that you liked or? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I think I sort of just stumbled into it and then was like, oh, it's okay. in, not, in two other places. Yeah. Great. And then because the Because John, that. that's not always the case. I mean. Yes, exactly. Sometimes you I read a story and you just assume it. that it's like, oh, it's, if it's yeah. John, it's his own thing. And then you're like, oh, somebody else read about this too. Yeah. And then when I zoomed out on that, I thought, oh, this is really beautiful. That like different perspectives. Mm -hmm. Was it the same story? Was it? Right. We're talking about the yes, same yes. characters or not. Maybe some days I think yes, maybe some days I think no. Uh, but I think the um, – my brain is like <laughs> – Well, I mean, we came at this a couple ideas. times in Strange Exchange. Yes, this oh, whole I know. Yeah, of, yeah, exactly. That I Like that there, there's room for different perspectives, different details on this, and it's not a threat to our intimacy and our encounter with Jesus. Mm -hmm. That like all of these different details in the story bring us to the same yes. place. And I thought there's something for us in one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. interactions. I mean, I was writing this sermon before the U.S. election, knowing I was oh. going to preach it right after the U.S. election. So that was a fascinating sure. thing to have like yeah. looming around yeah. me and thinking about different And sort of like looming beside you, right? Yeah. It's like as a comedian, it's like... It's this yes. thing, you can't ignore yeah. it. It's also not our story. Yeah. It's like a, it's But a I have story. friends that I talk to all the sure. time, and I lived in California for three years. So my experience, and I, I lived in America in a really mm -hmm. wild time. Like I moved there just before 9-11, mm -hmm. and in the first year, 9-11 happened, and I stayed for a couple of years after. So mm -hmm. my experience of America is like a pretty intense one. So 
you know, I th- I'm tracking this stuff not only as a, like a neighbor, but as somebody who like lived there and worked there and has friends there. So, um, so it was it was a really interesting thing to to think about. Mm-hmm. What does it mean if we're not like? I mean, what could this story offer the world in yeah. this moment? That's too big of <laughs> a question. Well, I mean, but, it is and it isn't, right? Like, on some level, like, if there's different perspectives, even within how the Gospels tell a story, mm-hmm. you know, what doesn't that offer us an invitation that, like, oh, we can make room for different right. details and, like, continuing to, like, live with different facts mm-hmm. and never talk to each other and never meet someone different from you is not making the world a right. better place. So do the Gospels almost as if they were people and have mm-hmm. these different perspectives on these stories, yep. uh, do, is that offering us something that is even, like, quite holy? It's, and it's an interesting thing right now because you have um, – I think there's a there's a rightful <sighs> – I don't like this language, but I'll say, you know, righteous anger around like, hey, people who don't make room for mm. others, yeah. you know, um, you know, don't deserve their place at the table or their voice. Like, I mean, we shouldn't sort of um, just say that everybody gets to have their opinion when somebody's opinion is hurtful and it's right. damaging other people. This is a line I'm going to use at the end of the series. Like, everyone is welcome as long as everyone is welcome. Those two things have to go together. But... I think because of some of the, some of it's partisan politics, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it is the way things are perceived and not necessarily intended. But I think we have seen too much in our culture of um, everyone who doesn't think like me or see the world like me is an enemy. Exactly. And therefore, um, if I make room for them, I'm making room for everything that they right, think, everything right. that they view. Yeah. And, you know, and this is happening to the right, to yes. the left, from the right, from the left. Like, I, this is not, this is really, um, th- there's a lot of bad partisan politics out there. The idea of scapegoating is not a partisan idea. Right, right. right. We all want an enemy. Gerard! We all, yeah, exactly. We all want to have someone <laughs> to blame. Ready, Gerard. <laughs> uh, we all want to have someone to blame for yes. our ills, and and finding that balance because there there is a real important piece there to say. Um, if you are not willing to make room for everyone, mm-hmm. then we can't make room for you because you're gonna because by your inclusion you're gonna exclude other people that need community. Mm-hmm. There is there is a line for that, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm not naive and I'm not saying it's easy and I'm not yeah. saying just love yeah. and hugs is gonna save right. the world. But I think too quickly we lean into that without saying, hey. I'm struggling with the way that you see the world. I think it's problematic, but I still want to listen to you. I still want to yeah. hear these things. And I think all of us need to, you know, take a step back sometimes from our emotions that mm-hmm. rise up mm-hmm. and really have an honest conversation with ourselves to say, is this a person we need to, to draw a line with because they're, you know, they're, make, they're leaving yes. no room for no one else? Right. Or is this a person that just offends me or bothers me or annoys me or yeah. frustrates me with the way they see the world? And I have to be willing to engage and listen yeah. to them. I don't have to be willing to agree. I don't have right. to be willing to change my mind. Right. But I have to be willing to recognize them as a beloved child of God. Yeah. With like real pain, yeah. real heartache, real longing. Exactly. Yeah. Because it feels to me sometimes like, you know, certain in certain conservative churches, mm-hmm. you know, they, there's certain types of stories that they're very easy to see as a broken child of God who needs love. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in more progressive churches, it's very hard for us to see 
you know, hardcore, conservative, traditional Christians as beloved children of God that need more grace in their lives, right? So um, I think we, you know, I think it's very easy for me to see the person outside of Christianity as someone who needs grace. Yeah. It's very hard for me to see a Christian who feels very closed off or, right. or you know, bigoted sometimes right. as a person who needs grace. Right, right. You know, and, and that tension of where do you draw the lines? But where do you yeah. blur the lines and invite yeah. people into conversation I think is really important. I think it's a skill that we need right now. Yeah. And I think that's part of what I sort of in the background took away from your sermon. Yeah. When you have, especially that piece around Jesus, talking to Nicodemus, this religious leader who doesn't believe but wants to. Yeah. This woman who he had every sort of social reason not to engage with. Yeah. And this centurion who, like, let's be perfectly honest, is he part of the oppressor exactly, class. Exactly. Right? We are not supposed to like this man. Yes. He he's a Roman scene. centurion yeah. who a he Jewish... He represents yeah. opulence even yeah. was some of the language I came across. Yeah. Like Herodian opulence. Yeah. yeah. And here is Jesus, a Jewish man who's had his land taken away from him, you know, who could, you know, could be forced by this centurion to carry his bags for a mile. That's right. where the whole, if somebody asks you to go a mile, go two with them. It's because a centurion could ask any uh, non-Roman citizen to carry his bags anywhere he wanted them to go. This man could have done that to Jesus. Huh. He doesn't, you know, so he's, you know, he's not the worst expression of that, but Jesus doesn't write him off because of that place of privilege that he has. He engages with him. And yeah. that's a tough balance yeah. to figure out. Yeah. And I think sometimes we're afraid of going there. Yeah. And it's easier to just not engage the conversation. Right. right. So it makes me wonder what Jesus received from those moments. Mm -hmm. You know, I like I had some language around reciprocity and like a, some tugs, a tension, tug of war and transformation. Like we, we, I, I think I was like spinning to, mm. to notice their experience of their encounter with Jesus. But right. it makes me wonder as we're talking, like, yeah. what was it like to, for this, hu the human Jesus to yeah. encounter such diversity, such difference, um, uh, such tension mm. and be I like, of, oh, I'm pursuing the best right. in you. Yes. We are, I'm pursuing the, i Yeah. Yeah, I refuse to see yeah. the worst in you. No, I'm we are until pursuing until you prove to me that the yeah. worst is all there is. Yeah, you know, like that kind of a thing. Like, oh. like imagine. Do you preach so, sermons for a living? <laughs> <laughs> so you think about you think about Judas, right? Right. You know, like oh. right to the end, oh. Jesus is like, hey, come, let's break bread yeah. together, let's have wine, you know, like let's sit down, yeah. like like right to the end, Jesus is, you know, I think there's a way you can read Jesus in this sort of. Um, um, prophetic voice where Jesus knows what's coming and has a, has resigned himself to it. That's not what I read. Mm -hmm. I read a Jesus who has a, a prophetic sense of what's going to happen with Judas, but right into the last minute is hoping yeah. things are not going to go that way. Yeah, you know, like you, you get those glimpses yeah. of that in in the Garden of Gethsemane. Like, if, if there's any way to do this, God, let's go that way. Yeah, um, and I think you imagine Jesus. I've spent years with this guy, mm -hmm. like. I know no it's coming, one. but he's not going to do it. At yeah. the end, he's not going to do it. Yeah. And, I, and I think Jesus lives in that tension of yeah. always wanting to have the best in there. Yeah. You know, and, I, and again, I go back to um, a couple weeks ago, the, the, the woman um, who crawls up behind Jesus and touches yeah. the hem. That this, what, I'm, what we're not saying here is everyone's on equal footing and we should treat everyone equally. No. Because that's not what Jesus does. Jesus yeah. gives priority to the woman who no one is looking out for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But he also doesn't ignore the rich, wealthy, religious yeah. guy who needs help too. Yeah. He, he, 
like he does this beautiful thing where he prioritizes one. Yeah. You know, that preferential often yeah. option for the poor. Love it. But that doesn't discount yeah. the humanity of Yeah, generous. it doesn't stop there. Right. It's not and a I, full stop. Yeah. And I feel like you. sometimes we lean into the cultural expectations mm -hmm. and then we get captivated by the story of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And it blows our mind and it subverts all of that. And we and we have this option for the poor and we lean into that and we're all about justice. But we forget the other part of the story where it's like, but after that, like we can reprioritize the world. Yeah. But that doesn't leave anyone outside. Yeah. You know, those who had the privilege before, maybe they have to wait, but they're not they're not discarded. Right. right no right. one's discarded in the kingdom of God. That's yeah. the point of the kingdom of right, God. Right. 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 Man, how that's tough to <laughs> to live in. Yeah, into. especially uh, again in like the shadow of the rhetoric that we that we right live now, in. Yeah. 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 It's quite. It's easy to be like ah. You're so wrong. Yeah. And and let's shut up. <laughs> let's be perfectly honest here. Right. As as white people, yeah. Um I want to believe that the ways that we have contributed to injustice in the world mm -hmm. don't disqualify us from the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. Like I'm part of that. I benefit from that. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm going to do my best to work against that. I'm going to yeah. do my best to work for change. Yeah. But I mean my my hope has to believe, right. tell me that just my participation in injustice in the world is never going to write me off in God's mind, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, it, it makes me th think about the title for our series, Making More Room, yeah. and my own journey in ministry was, um, you know, sometimes uh, against places that didn't welcome my full leadership, my full voice. And so my commitment to... Um, in my imagination, I always thought I always have to one, you know, if I get where I want to go, who's behind mm. me and how do I advocate for them and make more room because I have to fight, you know, a little bit, not as much as like. Yeah. So it made me think about LGBTQ mm. uh, friends who were committed to ministry and yeah. then got fired from jobs and mm. pushed to the margins. And I thought I have to land somewhere mm. where I I'm a part of welcoming and like full everything. So like, you and I are both eights on the Enneagram. We don't need to I like go know. crazy on the Enneagram. Ah, oh, come on, I Bobby. Don't know. I think I'm a four. Just make your <laughs> peace with it. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I mean, everybody has to uh, wrestle through those things. But I think there's definitely some tendencies there. But yeah, I, think, I do have some tendencies. I think <laughs> what is, uh, and again, you know, Enneagram is just a tool. It, yeah. it is what it is. I think it's been a helpful tool for me. Yeah. But. So the eight is the person who enjoys the fight and wants a cause and wants something to rally behind and fight yeah. for. Um, the worst part of an eight, mm -hmm. which I think, I think I, like, let's be perfect. I think part of where I've gotten in my career was because of the worst tendencies of an eight in my 20s, where I was like, I am going to fight for what's mine. I'm going to mm. grab a hold of every opportunity I can, and I'm going to make that for myself. Um, you know, and, and that can be good. It gives you opportunities, but you can also sort of ignore other things around you. The healthiest expression of an eight is what you just talked about, which is, again, I'm not saying you find your process, but the healthiest <laughs> expression of an eight is when you're able yeah. to say, um, I am going to grab a cause, but I'm going to use that cause to make space for the person who's coming behind me. And I think... Um, there's lots of ways that fighting for myself mm -hmm. has given me lots of opportunities in my life. What I'm most proud of in my career mm -hmm. is the ways that I've used the platform that I have created for myself to give opportunities to right. the, all of our team. Like me! Yeah. <laughs> hey! 
<laughs> I'm out of it. No, but I mean, right. you know, I think, and I think that's the beauty of even some of what we're talking about yeah. from the other side of it mm-hmm. is once you recognize where you sit on that spectrum of privilege, where you sit on that spectrum of power, um, you can still use all of that fire and all of that passion that's inside of you. You just have to redirect it in different ways. And I would argue from personal experience that once you get to the other side and you realize, oh, now I have fought for someone else and I've created a space for that person, you realize it's just, it's so much more satisfying to be part of that. Mm. Um, and you end up, you don't even lose much anyway. Like people, right. people notice those things anyway. Like when, <laughs> right. when you do fight people, people are like, oh, oh you're a good person. You. You're so progressive. <laughs> you like. But I mean, the, the, the truth is you you don't end up losing out. Right. Like you, you end it's up, not scarcity. It's Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's the best way to yes. say it. Yeah. Is the more that you there's... advocate for the people, the more you give your platform away, yeah. the more there is for all of yeah. us. Yeah. Because that's the, that's the brilliance of this sort of that kingdom mindset yes um it's not prosperity it's abundance yes you know that i give away and there's always more there and there's yeah. more opportunities that yeah. you get to lean into we kind of got way off track in that but that was a good conversation <laughs> good stamped it yeah approved <laughs> eight, we got eight, here? eight approved <laughs> <laughs> well I think, right. I think what i found was interesting was we kind of started from you know that sort of making room for people on the other yeah. side to the okay now how do we shift our thinking yeah. and our um our voice and platform which is i it was a fun yeah, conversation. Yeah. Okay. I do wanted to ask you about this other thing. Okay. You had uh, this neat part at the end. So oh, the signs. It, yeah. So it was the part right. I pulled out on the highlight on Instagram. Oh, I saw and stuff. That, yeah. Um, but you did this really neat thing where you took. So John, um, John has this motif of signs in the yeah. first half of the book. Um, and <laughs> how many chair? I want to do a series on this. I know. So, <laughs> yes. uh, so I mean, I think we'll come back to it. But yeah. there's seven signs in the first half of the book, and then there's this long gap where there's no miracles in the second half of John until you get to resurrection. Right. Eighth. Yeah. Right. This is the eighth one. So you know, you have these sort of um, motif of the seven miraculous days of creation, and then this long groaning and waiting mm. until the resurrection, which is the new Sunday, first day, or Monday, the new week of creation. That's lovely. I didn't born. do any of that. No, I, I mean, it, it wouldn't have made sense in the <laughs> right. context of one sermon right, on one sign. Right, yeah. But I do... Yeah, you can't preach that yeah, all the you time. Can't do all. But I want to do a series to go through the seven <laughs> right, signs, and I want to land it's on really Easter good. on the eighth sign, it's and I want to do that one. Maybe we'll do that next year. Next year. But... We'll be ready you did this really neat thing where at the end, you talked about uh, John counting up the signs. So there's the big right. John, like cosmic yes, idea of exactly, all these miracles. Exactly, which is how it starts and how it ends. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. you went, like, went the other way, mm-hmm. which was what I found interesting was it was the same kind of thing I did with the week eight in... Uh, strange exchange. So the week before, yeah. I talked about the agape love oh, right. coming okay. down to the filia love. Okay, okay. You took like these signs of John that are this oh, marker of cosmic recreation, that. and then you went to like your partner drawing a bubble yeah. bath or yeah. a stranger giving you a smile. Tickles. Like just yeah. the idea of that that sort of like yes. taking this huge cosmic idea and driving it so small. I just thought it was really cool. Hmm. So where did, where did you come up with that? <laughs> well, that's this is a such a perfect question. expression of this one-on-one, yeah, right? Yeah, like exactly. Out of the exactly. crowd, we narrow in yeah. on one. What did, I mean, where did I come up with that? Um, I don't even remember that's fine. Well, the what, process. What was, what was important um, to you to, to express it that way? I feel like I and and even, maybe, uh, maybe oh, you don't yeah, even know, yeah. but the specific examples you yeah. used were like so... Um, right. 
well, so yeah, specific and tender yeah. and, you know. Oh, right, because my thing was, like, um, like to keep counting, mm-hmm. count up all the right. signs. Uh, and that, like, that's maybe, like, what will be, um, you know, so my, my biggest idea of the message mm-hmm. was the word of God travel, travels between us to bring us back to life. Yeah. So I was trying to ground that because, like, right. some people yeah. like big ideas like that. I love big, weird ideas mm-hmm. like that. But I also know people sitting in our community my husband being one of them, who's yeah. just like, what are you even talking about? The word of God traveling. The t-. He did not say this to me, to be fair. Uh, but it's, I can sometimes hear his voice, which is like, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> can you ground that idea? So I was thinking, how do I ground this idea? Because yeah. I'm going to say it. And before I, I the, the experience of people being like, what does she mean? I want to like just ground it. Yeah. And so I was thinking exactly that kind of cosmic beginning of yeah. John. By the end, I just wanted to imagine that he's like, I've, I, I can't count them anymore. Like, yeah. sure, there are eight, yeah. but also there are countless, he says. Sounds like around us all the time. You yeah. couldn't fit them in all the books of the world or whatever the verse is exactly. Yeah. But it's like, if if I were to count them up, you couldn't count them. They couldn't be contained yeah. in any all the books of the world. And I thought, like, what does it look like mm. when you start to lose count mm-hmm. of the signs of God? Well, and I said, like, maybe once in your lifetime, you'll have a pyrotechnic moment right. where you notice the work of divine, yeah. the divine in your life. But what if it's just in one on mm-hmm. again just like bringing us back to like what is it really like for the word of god to travel between yeah. us to bring us back to life and i just got thinking well where did i feel that this yeah. week where so- something traveled between me oh. and i literally walked past a woman walking her dog and she said hi to me and I almost cried. Like I just was like, "Ah, the world is so beautiful. And then I just riffed on that. And then I thought, what do you have to receive? What do you have to Mm -hmm. give? And then maybe like we can get through this season because all around us is life. And Andy Vanny uh, did so beautifully in our on our Zoom in the lounge. Zoom, yeah, in the Zoom lounge. He <laughs> said, I, I got really fixed on this idea of life, and mm-hmm. I journaled it. Hope you don't mind, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that, yeah, it was like tracing signs of life, mm-hmm. and that is the sign of the Word of God traveling between us mm-hmm. in this season where it's going to feel sometimes yeah. like we're dying. <laughs> yeah. So I went into, because we had talked about it during the week, you know, that that big cosmic idea of John is like, oh, we got to save this. I want to do a sermon about it, a series about it later. And then when I heard that piece, I was like, when I read your piece and went through that, I was like, oh, like we have to, we have to find a way to, to do both of those. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be different whenever we do this in a year or two, mm-hmm. whatever. But like, that's the piece is like taking that big cosmic thing and yeah. driving it down. Yeah. Just like the sermon was about, which was that, that one-on-one piece yeah. that out of the crowd, yeah. you know, we, we resonate most when it becomes yeah. um, not just the sort of the example, but the the experience of of something small and unique yeah. and tangible yeah. and touchable in our lives. Because pastorally, people ask us these kinds of questions all the time, like, how do I sense God? Or I don't know what it's like to have a relationship with God. I don't really feel much of that. Or I don't really know what prayer means anymore in my life. You know, all of the ways. And, and I guess, yeah, I just wanted to say like what if all of these moments of life are the signs of the divine and that's amazing (laughs) it's amazing (laughs) that we could be in a pandemic and we can have all these worries and but Mm -hmm. but there's all this like i mean we just did a whole week of noticing beauty through our daily prayers beauty prayers and um daily beauty we called them um so again it was this idea of like look around look around look around look around like i think 
and I, that all that to say, I know like sometimes our mental health and mm, yeah. our, you know, people who struggle yeah, with depression. Yeah, we're not downplaying that at like, all. Yeah, exactly. Um, but but do you have a day that feels a little better? Do you, yeah. are your meds kicking in and helping you? <laughs> you know, like, could that be a sign of life for you mm-hmm. in one day that like, that gets you through? And can you then trace that back mm-hmm. to um, a sign and wonder? Yeah, it makes me think yeah. of um, Colossians, you know, just that all things are created in and through him. He sustains yeah. all things. That the Christ, yeah. the Christ yeah. is what is holding yes. all things together. Yeah, like the yeah. fact that the the molecules of my yes. body don't drift off into <laughs> right. the universe on their own right. is is a sign of life. Yeah. And, and every breath every. that breathe in of Yahweh and breathing yeah. out, and you know, and that's that cycle that's happening yeah. in our respiration all the time. Like right. even to narrow it down to those things and just take a moment while you walk to think about your breathing. I mean, all of that, totally. and then to take it to yeah, that smile, that little yeah. conversation, and the way that you send signs to people. So there were it's eight forty-five. Oh yeah, we're, uh, okay. So. Oh, it's more. It's past eight forty-five. It's five to eight eight fifty-four. Is what I'm saying. As I saw. No, no, I'm not dyslexic. But I did mix up the five and the four on my screen right now. Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. What do we want to hit before we go? Um, I do want to say that I read a book that I really right. enjoyed uh, while just before I wrote this sermon, and it's yeah. a book about friendship. Oh. It's called Big Friendship: How We Keep Each Other Close hmm. by uh, Ami Natu So and okay. Anne Friedman. They have a, a a podcast about being friends. I actually haven't listened to it, and I listen to a lot of podcasts. You do. But the book was lovely. If okay. anybody wants to just kind of dive into some more cool. thinking about friendship and their journey of friendship and their differences, um, it's lovely. It was, and it's a fun read. So book I recommends. Enjoy. Yeah, book recommends. From Mickey Morin. After party. The book that we're using for cultures is by Damianthe Niles, mm. and it's called. I don't, I don't know. I'll find it. <laughs> well, we have. I did we'll read. Talk, yeah, it's true. Talk about it. I did read. Uh, this is totally unrelated, but I read Annihilation again this week. I love that book so much. Fiction. Yeah, I read it again this week, and then I convinced my wife to read it. And so, she's into it. No, she won't be into it. She won't even enjoy it. But she did agree to Yay, read it so I could Rachel. talk to somebody. <laughs> Nobody's read this book. I People love, have seen the movie. The movie was beautiful. I love a book conversation. Yeah. So read I, not read Annihilation. We can. I'll do talk it. to you about it. <laughs> Anybody's read an Andy Vanny, have you read Annihilation oh, here by we Jeff go. Vandermeer? Here we go. I feel like Andy might be a, someone who's actually read this book. Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet uh, 50% that uh, that Andy's read this book. I feel like that's pretty high. Oh, 50% is good. Andy is here. Anyway. Okay. Great. Um, Annihilation. That's that's what I read this week. Has nothing to do with spirituality or friendship. No. Anything, um, but great. Yeah. Amy uh, Natuso and Anne Friedman's book isn't like under a particular like religious tradition, but cool. it's about two women being friends and. It's great. Yeah. Uh, so let's close with gratitude. Yes. Quickly. Yeah. What are you grateful for? Um, I'm really grateful for the opportunity to kind of work out some ideas. Um, like we we get this. We get to do this in our lives. <laughs> like I think I was like, I want to work out theologically some ideas. And I got to do that and do it beautifully. And then I got to interact with this professor that... You know, that, was that, a, that was a very cool story. We didn't even talk about I that. Know, I that know. was a great I story. I actually, too. he was so lovely. He said, if by, if perchance your message is online, I would love it if you'd send it. So I sent him the link today. <laughs> and you said, by chance it is. <laughs> he was, I was really, it was so lovely. Also, that was very Shakespearean. I kind of did a sermon within a sermon. And I don't know if people would have noticed, but it brought me great delight. Uh, so he is not. Okay. Andy is not. Yes. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, that's a good okay. one. So I'm really grateful to work out ideas and then to reach back into my story and bring some of those ideas with me from that lecture and kind of returning to that. So it's great. Hmm. Also, um, big props to Susan Basudet, who's the friend who encouraged me to write Dennis Danielson. Oh, there in the you first go. Place. Yeah. Thanks, Susan. Yeah. Hopefully she's watching right now. Yeah. Silently somewhere. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic Susan. <laughs> now, she's, now she's like, ah, she's closing her computer. Totally. <laughs> Don't say my name. <laughs> All right. Uh, what am I grateful for this week? Yeah. Um, let me think. I, I think right now with Again, rising uncertainty around COVID. I am very grateful for a staff team and a board and a community that's able to have, I think, very, um, I don't know how to say this, but sort of like grown-up conversations oh, around yeah. hard decisions. Yeah, no right? one's like, no. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> people are thoughtful and they're open yeah. and they're clear. Yeah. Um, they're also... I'm, I'm very grateful that we have a team that is willing to um, share their opinions and thoughts about things and not feel um, that they're going to be, you know, judged by that or they're not threatened by that. So yeah. I think, you know, I mean, right now things are pretty stable, but it's, it's possible we might have to make some decisions in the next couple of weeks or Alberta might have to make some yeah. decisions or whatever. And I am very thankful for, again, a team and a board and a community that's sort of just um, very grounded. Yeah. You know, when we have to make those big choices. Totally. So, yeah. It's good. It's good. Well, that's it. Uh, this week. Oh, yeah. Let's... So, backstory is happening right now. Yeah. Might be over now. Uh, but it'll be happening next week. Next week, right here on the channel, same place, same time, same bat. It's channel, an, isn't like it an hour earlier? It we, is an hour earlier. Never mind. Not, <laughs> not the same time channel. Yeah. So, it's 7 p.m. 7 o'clock, worship night. Yep. On YouTube. On YouTube. Halting after party. Yeah. But we'll be back the week after. Yes. So uh, so we'll be back for that. But yeah, join us for the worship uh, night. It's going to be great. I know the teams are already working on the songs and yeah. the prayers and all those types of things. So Lovely. We'll do it then. All right. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. See ya. Yay.